Dr. Jamil, come and join me here this morning. Would you give a big hand to Dr. Jamil Nazar? Thank you very much, brother. It is so good to have you back with us this morning. Let me just share a couple of things. Dr. Jamil is the senior pastor of Church of Pentecost in Lahore, Pakistan. He oversees not only a congregation, they're building a church together, but he oversees a staff of 20 pastors. They have 37 assembly preaching points where people gather together for ministry on the weekend to hear the word of the Lord. As you could just see the last part of the clip, we took you through some of the unusual things that you invited us to be a part of. 16 weddings, the largest ever for evangelical Christian weddings. Yeah. The first time in the history of the Pakistan. First time in the history of Pakistan. But, but not a 16, but 18, because the, after, uh, before 16, we uh, married two girls before your arrival. That's right. There was two. So that, they couldn't total. wait. They wanted to get married. Yeah. <laughs> so total is 18. 18 in a combined, yeah. combined 422 baptized in water. We are, by his grace, yeah. 422. Yeah. And uh, if you didn't hear me on the on the June, my friend here, when we were together in the morning service, I was dressed as Dr. Jamil is in his suit, and he said, we're going to go to a water baptism service. And I said, okay, and thinking we'd have a little bit of time to get changed. He goes, no, we're going right now. So that's why you saw us, suits and all. That's what we did, and we just had such a great experience. To God be the glory. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm already for the baptism whenever you come in Pakistan. <laughs> Okay. Now, a couple of things before we just turn you loose here this morning. You are such a gracious host. And uh, when John and I were traveling with you, you blessed us. But the thing that God really stirred in my heart, and as I shared with our church congregation, God is moving in the nation of Pakistan. The openness to the gospel, the opportunity to preach, to see the response of the people. At the very end of the video that we just showed you this morning, that was actually a vacation Bible school yeah. that was put together. And I'm going to let Dr. Jamil tell you a little bit about that. I've asked him to come and share what God is doing in the country to tell you the stories, not only to encourage our hearts, but that we would pray and learn how to partner together. And so we are honored because truly as we stand together, God's church is being built around the world. And I can tell you that when I was on the ground working with you, God's Spirit is upon you. He has anointed you, and we are honored to be partnering with you this morning. So, Dr. Jamil, God bless you. Share with us a little bit, and uh, just tell us what the good things that God is doing. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, last night I'm preaching convention, and my voice is not that good, but I can shout, and I can say, Good morning. <laughs> I'm really appreciate uh, this morning that Pastor gave me a chance to communicate about my work, what I'm doing in Pakistan. So thank you, Pastor Doug, for inviting me and giving me a chance so that I can share my experiences with your congregation. I would also like to thank the congregation for the financial help they have provided towards the project CCA has undertaken along with our church for relief work in Josephstown, which you saw the 18 marriages held in Pakistan. It was our player to, that Pastor Doug was able to come to Pakistan. I want give a praise report regarding the crusade in Shekhupura, one kilometer away from uh, Lahore, in which Pastor Doug preached. After preaching, 
I received many calls from the crusade from the pastors and they said to me that many people healed by the power of Holy Spirit. Many people delivered from evil spirits and even when the pastor dug praying the people are slaying, shouting, evil spirits are crying and when he pray the all demon spirit is cast out in the name of Jesus. And many people and after after this uh, you know after the prayer when he uh, give an altar call Many people come to near Jesus Christ and they accept Jesus Christ as a personal savior. Hallelujah. And I would, and I would take the opportunity to tell you more about our church and ministry which I involved. As you know, my church name is the Church of Pentecost, Lahore, Pakistan. And this is the first church in Islamic history, in, in Islamic countries. The first and only church which has existed in tents. It's a, not a building, but it's a tent church and we are existing in Islamic country. And without any fear, we preach the gospel all over the country. We have 20 pastors team and by the grace of God we have 37 assemblies around the country. Our work is in 6th district of Punjab and our total membership is 4,445 people around the city and I'm saying thanks to the Lord it's a fast growing church in the city of Lahore. According to the constitution of Pakistan, the church is free. We have liberty to preach the gospel. We have freedom to organize a huge crusade. We have freedom to organize our conferences, rallies. Sometime we uh, saw on the media and we feel there is a lot of persecution. Yes, there is persecution. But under the persecution, the church is a totally free and the government of the Pakistan providing security for Christian people. And even if we want to organize a program like a crusade, we give an application to the government of Pakistan and they provide full security Plus protocol for the pastor, for the preacher. And Pastor Doug saw there's a lot of police around, around you and they give a full protocol, but I stop the police because we have our own security. And, and more than, more than above, we have a security, divine security, the angel of the Lord surrounding us and we are worshiping to the Lord in Pakistan. So, we are free to preach the gospel. We organize church services open places, but minority are not allowed in. Point is this. Minority are not allowed in to evangelize 
the Muslim people. We are free to organize program for the Christian, for the Christian people, but we are not allowed to preach, to teach the gospel to Muslim people. Fundamental Muslim take advantage of this law and trying to create problem and manipulate the law to harass and targeted church and Christian people. The other law which is commonly used to persecute the Christian is blasphemy law and you have seen several incidents in past two or three years. The incident of Joseph Kaluni Lahore is one of them. I want to share one incident which happened to me last year when I went back from Canada. It's all started when a Muslim man named Ahmad Bhatti, who owns a butcher shop next to the place where I, where we hold our tent church, started a madrasa. Madrasa mean Muslim school on his property. He arranged a milad. A milad mean reciting a Muslim verse and singing a Muslim verses, uh, verses of Quran, singing the verses of Quran says milad. In the, in this school at the same time of our services on Lord Speaker. Following Sunday, when church service was over, more than dozen Muslim cr criminal minded gathered in front of our church and starting harassing and teasing Christian girls who are living after service. Ahmad Bhatti and other Muslim homeowners of era of that area ordered Christians to convert to Islam. Otherwise, they should vocate their properties. They forcefully vocated some shops. They were run by Christian people. One Christian man was listening to the gospel music in his shop. They beat him up and kicked him out from the shop on gunpoint. Ahmed Bhatti on his microphone was shouting, I am giving Christian the invitation that they should convert to Islam. Otherwise, they should get ready to face consequences. While announcement was made, a big gathering of Muslim was raising Islamic slogan, Allahu Akbar, Allah is mighty, Allah is big. Later on, they started firing on Christian houses. With this, Christian people, especially the children and the girls were terrified. They also damaged the motorbikes and rickshaws and other vehicles belong to Christians. Their main focus was to stop our tent church service. They were threatening for the following reason. As some Muslim people were getting healed from start giving involved, getting involved in our church service. The Muslim people come into the church, they healed. Listening the Christian song on regular basis, 
children and women starting singing a song and even they praying. So that's why the Ahmad Bhatti harasses us. That's why the big threats for us. I ask the congregation to fast and pray. On the second day of fasting and Lord was in control. Ahmad Bhatti along with his group send a request that they want to meet me. I agreed. As they entered the place of meeting, they apologized for their behavior. He also acknowledged that from the day of this incident, nobody his household was able to sleep. From that day, all the group is the best friend and supporter of the tent church. Praise God. Worship, intent, or open air places, it knows not easy task in Pakistan. As twice weekly we have to set up the tents and then dismissal it to return to the tent company as we return it from them. But I take this an advantage. As I have mentioned, that according to the constitution, we cannot evangelize to the Muslim. But by worshipping in open air tents, we can indirectly evangelize the Muslim people who are living around the area. Pastor Doug, you can witness that in the crusade which he preached was set up in a street. In this service, 10,000 people were in attendance. All household, the street belonged, they Muslim. And along with the, there was a Muslim school, Madrasa is also there. The service went from almost six hours. So for this period of the time, the residents of these houses unintentionally listen to the worship song, prayer, sermon. They can see from the balcony and windows that the people are being delivered from the evil spirit and sick are healed by the grace of God. That time they are watching, listening what going on. And I hope through this act they believe Jesus Christ, because we are sowing a seed indirectly. My ministry is not limited to just run the church. In our outreach program, we have projects, adult literacy program for women, leadership training and discipleship, children ministry. My church believe that if the women can read and write, they can be effective Christian, responsible wife and mother. We run an adult literacy program in which we trained the women to read Bible in just three months. 
our successful rate is 90%. Pastor Doug had a chance to visit that project. And he talked with uh, women, and there is, I, I think, uh, Pastor Doug saw a demo, a, 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 a woman can read Bible openly and without any, any hesitation within three months. It's a huge project. We also have a Bible college in which we provide leadership training and discipleship. I have a vision. And also, according to the Bible, that the harvest is ready and we need more worker. We believe that if more pastors and leaders are trained, we can reach the entire world. The enemy is trying to curse us with hatred and killing. But with we, with the grace of our Lord, we will win the heart of the people with the love of Jesus Christ. The other religion have no hope, but we are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ and there is a big reward for us in heaven. The third and the most important outreach ministry for our church is children ministry. As we are working with the poorest of the poor, the parents in these areas did not have resources to provide proper education. They send their children to the public school in which Islamic study is compulsory subject. So the children are directly exposed to Islam. There is a big need to teach them Christianity on a regular basis. As I do not have church building, I cannot conduct classes for them. So we only depend on Sunday schools and vocation Bible schools. This year, we were able to conduct a very successful 10-day vocational Bible school as this program was sponsored by Canadian Christian Association. The president of organization, Mr. John Gill, is the member of this church. The program was designed on spiritually, physically, socially, and mentally growth and leadership skills, which have teaching on preaching, worshipping, singing, and artwork. More than 3,000 children attend that program. You have seen a few clips in video presentation. This was achieved by training 100 teachers who volunteer from different areas of Lahore. After the training, they teach, they went back to their area and trained the children. After completing training, all the group then gather together on one place. And they have competition among themselves. The best among them were given a chance to perform a front of a big crowd which you saw here. I am praying and working hard to complete church building. As once we have this facility, we can run our outreach program on daily basis. 
By this we will be able to achieve. Prepare the second level of leadership. By teaching women we are improving the household. Their future by providing proper nurture at early age. We give them opportunity to gain confidence by interaction with other children. I would like you all to pray for me and my congregation. So that Lord may equip and bless us to reach unreached people of Pakistan. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you very much. Just a powerful report of what God is doing in the nation of Pakistan, the city of Lahore. And uh, as we have heard, we're going to pray for you, and we're going to pray for your team because we've seen just little bits of glimpses of the work that's taken place in spite of the persecution. Isn't it great that nothing can stop what God is doing? When Jesus said, I will build my church, nothing will prevail against the church. And having been there and being able to see it firsthand and to know that our investment together in partnership, then to see what God is doing is see people absolutely transformed from darkness into light. Friends, this is why we gather together. This is why we worship and we sing. Well, one of the things when we were there, we had a chance to tour your church because you are a church without walls, quite literally, because they have relied on tent meetings. They don't have a center, a center a base from which they can do their training, but they began work on a location on a church building, and we had a chance to go see and tour because, like ourselves, Dr. Jamil feels that if they had a center that they could base from, their reach could be multiplied and they could reach so many more people. And we know that to be true. When you have resource, you can be more effective. So we had a chance to tour and see a little bit of the work, and I want to take you on a video tour this morning and let you see this church that had no walls begin to take shape. Your voice it thunders, the oaths start twisting, the forest sounds with cedars breaking, the waters see and start their riding, from the depths the sun is rising. Rising from the ground Holy, 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 holy Lord The earth is yours And singing Holy, 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 holy Lord Hear us cry So from the ground rises a great church, and God is doing a great work in this city. 
And when we were together, we stood in the middle of the courtyard of that constructed area, no ceiling, no roof, no second floor, no finished permanent structure. And we had a chance to pray together and dream about what this could look like. And the one thing that really deeply impressed me is John and I went back over to Dr. Jamil's home, and uh, we had a chance to visit there with his family. They rent a home. They've given up everything for the cause of Christ. They live very humble lives. And so they have very meager uh, possessions and furnishings, but you can tell by the smile on his face that he doesn't count any of what we claim to be valuable in life to be worth anything. All for the sake of Christ, they've given it up so they could see and move forward in the building. So what I want to do this morning is we're going to receive our, our normal offering at the church here, and we're going to give our tithes to the Lord as we do every week. But if in your heart you would like to do something very, very special for Dr. Jamil and his congregation. We're going to partner together, and we're going to help them. And one of the things we've talked about doing is we would love to see the completion of a roof so they have a covered facility, and they can continue now to hold meetings and to do their VBS and to have the opportunity to do the training center on site. And uh, he doesn't know what we're planning to do on our side here. This is out of our hearts. We want to partner in that capacity. And so if you would like to do that, ushers, I'm going to ask you if you'd prepare yourself this morning to receive our offering. If you're not prepared to give this morning, it's okay. You can go to the information center. You can give by debit or use the credit card machine. You can go home. You can give online. Anytime over the next week or two, just mark your gift. Just market Pakistan, market Dr. Jamil, market Lahore, whatever you want to indicate on there. We'll make sure that all of this goes to help partner in the building of a furnishing the building so they have a basis from which to work. So this morning, ushers, I'm going to invite you to come forward. And as we give and we enjoy the wonder of what God has blessed us with in our facility right here, I'm just going to challenge you. Do something over and above. Do something great for the kingdom of God. And we're going to watch God use this outreach center for his glory together in Lahore. Let's pray together. Father, as we pause this moment in prayer, we do so living in a, in a country, in a city where we have such affluence. All around us, we can reach out and have literally anything that we need. And we have the resource available to us. And I recognize that some are unlimited means and others have great affluence in their life. But together, we can all do something to make a difference and to partner for the sake of the gospel around the world. We want to pray for Dr. Jamil and his family and their church congregation. I want to bless them in the name of Jesus this morning. For his 20 pastors, for the 37 preaching points and assemblies where people gather together, that in spite of persecution, they gather and they sing the praise unto our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And week after week, not knowing what they're going to face, they come with hope in their hearts and a belief that the resurrected Christ is their assurance, their salvation, their security, and they, hope, they hold on with great faith in their hearts. So as a church community this morning, we want to bless them in your name. We want to pray that you would multiply their efforts as they reach out that literally thousands of people would convert and come to faith in Jesus Christ. That neighborhoods would resonate with the singing of the praise of our God and Savior. That you would just bless every one of their endeavors and every time they have an outreach that literally thousands of people would just bend their knee to Christ and proclaim Him as Lord and Savior. So this morning, we do something tangible. And as we give these gifts, we pray, may you help them 
as they build a center from which outreach, training, education, and salvation will just be proclaimed. And we, we pray together, Father, that you would continue to build your church, that nothing would stand in the way. So with hearts of gratitude and hearts of great joy this morning, we commit ourselves to this effort, and we pray it in Christ's name. Amen.